Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Air Force leadership says the extra money Congress provided over the past two years for the military is actually helping the readiness of the service. Air Force Secretary Heather Wilson and Chief of Staff General David Goldfein tell Congress more than 75% of the Air Force's core fighter units are now combat ready and 80% will be ready by 2020. The Army is still trying to figure out how it will deal with soldiers who are non-deployable for a year or more. The Defense Department wants each service to find the best way to separate or heal troops who are non-deployable for 12 months or more. The policy went into effect October 1st. 62,000 soldiers could be affected. The Army did not meet its recruiting goal last year. Obesity among the general population had a lot to do with it. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. A new report by the nonprofit group Council for a Strong America notes that almost a third of 17 through 24-year-olds are disqualified for military service by virtue of their weight alone. That's just one factor that makes military recruiting difficult. Only about 11% of that age group says they're interested in military service at all. The report concludes better nutrition and exercise in early childhood are needed to overcome what the authors say is a serious national security issue. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Veterans can rest assured they're getting an annual cost of living adjustment on time for the next year. President Trump signs the 2018 Veterans Compensation Cost of Living Adjustment Act. Congress must pass legislation every year to ensure disabled veterans get their rates adjusted to reflect the annual COLA. New benefit rates go into effect on December 1st. DOD and Veterans Affairs sign a joint statement ensuring their commitment to implementing one interoperable electronic health record. Defense Secretary Jim Mattis and VA Secretary Robert Wilkie say they plan to develop a detailed implementation timeline, an organizational structure, and a mechanism to hold both agencies accountable throughout the project implementation. One vendor has some choice words for DOD's $10 billion cloud procurement called JEDI. IBM tells the Pentagon that its approach to the Joint Enterprise Defense Initiative, or JEDI, is flawed and goes against industry best practices. In fact, Big Blue takes it one step further and declares that no company would build a cloud like DOD is proposing to do under this 10-year contract that could be worth $10 billion. IBM files a protest with GAO joining Oracle in industry's bid to convince DOD to change its strategy. IBM says Jedi's single-cloud approach restricts competition and goes against the intent of Congress. I'm Jason Miller. Years after adopting the Taxpayer Bill of Rights, the IRS refuses to provide mandatory employee training on those rights. National Taxpayer Advocate Nina Olson says her office worked with the IRS's Human Capital Office to create an all-hands briefing about the Bill of Rights in 2017, but the agency abruptly reversed course. Olson says new IRS Commissioner Chuck Reddick should reconsider the issue. The Office of Personnel Management wants agencies to make sure they're keeping information about an employee personnel action in an employee's personnel record. The guidance is the first from OPM to address a provision within the president's executive order on employee removals, which was not overturned in a recent court ruling. It's also the first memo from new acting OPM director Margaret Weikert. OPM says agencies should keep information about a personnel action in an employee's official record unless the agency makes a mistake. And the Postal Service considers raising prices on its letters and packages next year. The agency's Board of Governors approves a plan to increase the cost of a postage stamp by 5 cents to 55. The board says the rate hike will keep the Postal Service competitive while providing the agency with much-needed revenue. The proposal needs approval from the Postal Regulatory Service. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.